Hey everybody, this is Sean. Uh, Dan told me I should sound normal when we start the podcast, so I'm starting it in my normal voice. <laughs> this is the My <laughs> Dumb Friends podcast. Is, well, Ted, Ted Alexandra's our guest today, the hilarious Ted Alexandra. Yeah, David hey, Letterman. Hey. Hey. Has, has his own uh, special or specials. Yeah. Uh, this is how Sean used to introduce it, which was, Hey everybody, welcome to My Dumb Friends. <laughs> well, I'm glad I missed that. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> when Dan does my voice, Ted, he does it like a lisping mouse character <laughs> he, from, he from some like, kind of Disney he movie. He sounds like, you know what, have you ever read uh, Ray Bradbury, something wicked this way comes, like one of those guys. I have it. Ushers in the soul all right, sucking all right, circus. We're, all right, we all know you're all right. very smart and you read books. Okay, Something wicked way comes. Nobody says any other Ray Bradbury book except yeah, for Fahrenheit Ray 451. First, uh, first off, that's not like a hard writer. I didn't bring up Proust. <laughs> I brought up Ray Bradbury, Sean. Don't fucking pretend I'm like, like what is this? What are you going to bring up uh, Mary Higgins' clock next? Huh? Sue Crafton? You know? Damn, I'm trying to impress with your James Patterson novels <laughs> that you know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. Whatever you, you, I, you think? Do you think you think you're smarter than most people? Then? Um, not most people, but definitely you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dan, I'll let you know. I'm gonna read a Stephen King book coming up <laughs> called 112263. Oh, really? Have you heard of this? It's about a guy who finds a time machine and goes back to the time yeah. when Kennedy got shot. Yeah. And then he goes back it's and forth and tries to change it. Yeah, it's supposed to be good, Dan. And I'm gonna read that. It's still so a Stephen there. King book, so don't brag about it. <laughs> If you can he's get bragging it in about the airport <laughs> easily, you can't bra- brag about it. I'm bragging about what he's going to read. Listen, I sat through all of it. <laughs> I watched the whole miniseries. Uh, I have news for you. I have plans to read this year. <laughs> <laughs> I've read like three articles already this year, right, Dan? Yeah, yeah. I heard you got through a whole people two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever, Dan. What trumps, the, what, what trumps me over you is that you're still into WWF. WWE, you, first w- of all, <laughs> after the copyright infringement lawsuit. If you read, you would know. <laughs> if, you read, if you read this edition of The New Yorker this week. Um, you know, I mean, we all yeah. have problems. Exactly. <laughs> I, was, I think the dumbest things I do is I watch WWE and I also watch 48 Hours. I mean, it's really fun. Forty eight hours, the, the, the crime show. Where it's like turns out, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the greatest thing ever. Yeah, it is the great. The best channel on but TV. But the fisherman did no more. <laughs> Cut to commercial. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. The best, the best channel on TV. I don't even have cable anymore. But the best channel is the ID channel. Have you ever seen the ID channel? Oh, yeah. They have all those crime shows where it's always the husband that does the killing, but they try to make you think it's thirty different people before they go. So it was the husband. <laughs> After all, it turned out to be the husband. You're like, oh, why didn't you just tell me that in the first five minutes of the show? Yeah. But you ever watch that channel? Yeah, I have. And they have 48 hours on it and Dateline. And then they have like like theme shows where they'll be like, she murderers. And it's all like women, like scorned. They have one called Scorned where it's all like women who have been fucked over that just murder dudes. And my girlfriend and I watch it and she immediately just throws anyone under the bus. She's like, oh, he did it for sure. Like, if there's any suspect, (laughs) she's so cynical and pessimistic. And she only really likes the ones where the girls are murdered for some reason. Because she doesn't give a shit enough about the guys. She's like, oh, let's watch this one. Dead hooker. Wait, let's go with this one. (laughs) Turn it up. Turn it up, dead hooker. Turn it up. Um, The last time I did a road gig with Ted is the first time we're talking about on the podcast. I had a little bit of slip with the drinking after about a year and a half sober. When was this? Uh, Well, I've been a month sober back, but I had a a couple slips. I'm yeah. fine now. That was I like drink. a two-month situation, right? Well, I was like, I would do a weekend every like three weeks or something like that. You get loaded. So, yeah, well, I got a funny. new sponsor, and I've got a... But uh, anyway, I wanted to talk about that because it was... Uh, I don't know why I'm decided to talk about it. Because I have a funny story about how I knew this last time around that I needed to get sober again, which is I grabbed somebody's dick, and <laughs> instead of them <laughs> laughing or punching me in the face, they just went, hey, man, are you okay? <laughs> it's like, you know you fucked up. If you grab someone's dick and they feel sorry for you, it's just still your hand's still there. Yeah, it's like, still there, sorry. and they're like, "Are you all right? Yo, keep keep going if you got it." But I don't know what's going on yeah, with you. Yeah, but happily sober again. Happily so, sober. Don't, I can. Don't I, not book me because of that. <laughs> <laughs> I should. But Ted was very nice while he talked. I should be able to know when you're relapsing because you don't call me. Like you call yeah. me. I talk to you like three times a day, probably. Honestly, I, yeah. I talk to this kid like three times a day, maybe two times a day, but. Whenever you're relapsing, you I don't get any phone calls or texts from you, and I just yeah. should know that you're. Rel- I just don't figure it out for some reason. Yeah, I just right. enjoy the break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you might be ruining your life, you. but I'm, I'm living the high life, watching TV, <laughs> and chilling out. Yeah, I'm not gonna dig to too deep your, on this. Listen to your fucking problems. <laughs> too busy telling a random guy. Sean gets sad drunk everyone. Not like me, not at all like me, but like he talked to me. 
He called me yesterday. He was doing gigs in Connecticut, and he's like, "I'm like, oh, what are you doing?" He goes, oh, "I'm hanging out with this old Chinese guy at the train station." <laughs> I'm like, what? I was, I was I'm loaded. I was hanging out with this guy. He was going to Hong Kong. He was like yeah. taking the train to the city so that he could take a plane to Hong Kong. I wonder if that was real. If it was your like was beautiful my... mind, like roommate. You know? <laughs> he also, yeah, he also told me the Pythagorean yeah. theorem. <laughs> But anyway, which is a, which is a Ted is the nicest thing. guy in comedy. He sent me yes. a nice email after that, so I just well, I appreciate that. Well, yeah, what, yeah, well, what well, exactly happened, Ted? It, it was yeah. funny because Dan and I hadn't really worked the road together, so right. I didn't know. And like, road is a light, loose term for what we had to do. Right, that's true. That's true. But, you know, so I didn't know at first. I was just like, oh, he seems kind of like uh, fun but weird. <laughs> <laughs> But then it was like, okay, this is more than just fun, but weird. Like he, he was like, you know, kind of staggering, and, and then I was like, oh man, like, and then you, he came up to me, and he was just like, dude, I'm sorry, I, I, I'm like, what are you apologizing for? He's like, uh, I, I've, I had, I had a relapse, and I'm, I'm not in good shape right now. I'm like, okay, well, that makes more sense. <laughs> Compliment your set for a while too. Yeah. I do remember that. I didn't say anything too. Like it's a, I didn't cheat. Get into a fist fight or say the n word. And when you right. do those three things, when you avoid those three, yeah, you're, you're doing all right. You know, you're, you're yeah. not as bad. That's one of your priorities. Just not Don't say cheat. the n word. Don't say the n word. <laughs> Don't fight. You know what I mean? Well, the three things you may do when you're drunk. You're, you're actually right. That is a pretty good thing. Those are yeah. three. If you yeah, especially when you're three. loaded. You, no, you did use the N-word when you complimented my set. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much better than those other N-words here. <laughs> I didn't. Please, God. I didn't. Uh, I had a Michael Richards apology. I didn't. He worries that people are taking it seriously. We're all laughing. He's like, everybody's going to get mad at me. Mad at me. But the festival, it was Friends of Nature Festival in Miami. It's the first festival. I've ever openly talked shit about because none of us got paid. Everybody. Also, yeah. talk about the worst name for a festival in Miami. Why? Friends, you think that would be like in the middle of Wisconsin or something? Friends, Friends of, of nature. nature. Yeah. Who wants to smoke weed in Miami? First off. <laughs> yeah. Just do coke. Yeah, who anyway. goes camping in Miami? That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Uh, it was so. Brutal. But it was a. Br it was so brutal, huh? Yeah. Was, what yeah. was it built as? It was a music comedy festival. Well, first off, right. I don't know about you. When I got to the airport, no one showed up to pick yeah. me up. That there, was the first thing that I knew. Oh, really? There was a guy there for me, but There's he no just seemed like a guy like not usually yeah. they look like official like yeah they have a sign or right. something yeah yeah he yeah he seemed like a dude he was just a dude that was like bump into each other. <laughs> yeah he thought you were in buena vista social club so. <laughs> yeah it was just good fortune that we yeah. ran into each other that's yeah. always a bad sign when you don't have a ride to the actual festival oh, so that's bad. how much they care about it. they want the comics to them, get them and i was like i waited there for an hour just hanging out yeah. It was awful. Wait, and at the airport? Yeah. And at then the I had airport, you end up getting to the hotel. Somebody came. I had to call two people and oh, then somebody had to drive god. over there. And it was like only ten minutes from the airport. Oh so my god. It was and it was, you know, brutally hot. It was like everything that could have Everything that could have yeah. gone wrong. And then you get there and then what was so miserable about it? The shows. The shows you said were pretty good. Well there was shows a torrential were, no, downpour. There was the first a torrential day. downpour. There was we a hurricane, tent. I guess. Yeah. And the show got the main act was Modest Yahoo, the Hasidic rapper. The big name which the... is already sad. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. Uh, so if it, was, he, if it was 1999, it would have been, been cool. <laughs> but I think he's not even Hasidic anymore, so he's just a normal white guy rapper. Is that true? Yeah, that's what I they said. So. Yeah, he's not Hasidic anymore. For but some he reason, the Hasidic. Like, it, I thought Manasha who was like an Hasidic name, right? Well, yeah, yeah he kept the name. He kept the name. Didn't want to change. Still sounds cool. I don't know why Hasidic is closer to black than just a normal white rapper, <laughs> but it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it gives him more street cred. But he he apparently got there. They canceled his show because it was raining, so he just drove back to Brazil. Like, fucking chairs are going everywhere. It's windy. Yeah. Cancel the music because they're afraid people are getting electrocuted. But no, they don't cancel the comedy show. <laughs> comedy <laughs> Where show was the comedy show? In a tent. Outside. Like, about, what, maybe like a quarter mile away from the music. Not with that one. Maybe. Something like that. You could hear the music. You could hear the music. <laughs> Not like in the distance either, like yeah. pretty Which well. It's always prime comedy yeah. uh, listening when but you can hear music. But it was in the parking lot. Like it was like you drove up, parked, and then weird. It was like, oh, terror. Oh know? god! And we get yeah. there, and the poor girl is running. Is a really nice girl, but I guess the um the fucking the guys, these Persian guys who were running the festival, I guess. Yeah. They went bankrupt. They screwed her over at every they turn. Her you know, over. yeah, which I felt bad for her, but yeah, we we got screwed, and it Nobody was just this money. open air tent. It, we basically were kind of almost like an info tent. That you know, that's that what it looked like. Comedy. That happened to be telling jokes. Yeah, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know. It was like that kind of setup. It that was, was like, the vibe. Yeah, like uh, just yeah. just bare bones, like nothing going on. It was so nothing bad. Going on. Yeah, and I mean the crowds. The crowds were nice, and I think like, which it, is remarkable considering the circumstances. Yeah, normally 
the crowds fit in with how shitty the the venue is and how shitty the whole situation is. Yeah, and they'll just be like, oh, they're miserable shows. Nobody should probably yeah, show up. There's no know. one there, but they were not, the people that were oh, there. People there, were there were nice. nice. Oh, okay. And I think due to the weather, like people were happy to just be under that tent. You know, <laughs> they just did a shelter. They were smiling. Like, we have comedy. We have comedy. No, okay, we have shelter. Shelter. <laughs> yes. Come on, let's go. Yeah. And I remember I didn't want anyone to know that I was drinking, so I put this little thing of. Tequila so near you, a trash can right near the tent. And I actually killed. I don't know how it happened. I think I did. At least that's what I thought. Killed, you yeah. uh, and then I go, and then all of a sudden I hear, I'm about to go on stage and I hear these kids go like, oh, who left this tequila over here? Awesome. And these fucking like college kids just took my liquor and I can't like call them out because everyone I know is right there. So I'm like, this fucking sucks. You know awesome that would have been if Dan was like, that's mine. Yeah. Give me my liquor. <laughs> It was like really, it was really sad and bad. And then I thought, Ke- I thought this was, was hilarious. Two shows? two shows? Which uh, I was like, you look yeah. like Felicity to Kevin Barnett. Felicity is an American girl doll with red hair. It's also a TV and show. Then, yeah, but it's also an American girl doll that looks nothing like him. It's this, So I changed his Facebook profile picture to Felicity. So if you look at his profile pictures, there's a pain. He just thought it was funny, so he left it for a month and a half. But the, the bigger question here, Dan, how do you know what an American girl doll? My sister used to love this. Like, I don't and, know why. And the name because I was the... having a drunk, psychotic breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's let's say what it is. But it's been a month, and I'm doing great. Still, my relationship career is great. Uh, not falling apart, guys. Everything's good. I don't know why. So how did the whole festival end up? You guys were just miserable, and you just left. it was really bad. Food was yeah. pretty bad around. Was there any was... apologies going around from these people? Like, I'm sorry, this is so, oh, so the, bad. Yeah, from the girl who booked us, she was uh, apologizing Beyond. left and right. Yeah, and yeah. They, at one point, they had canceled the second day shows. Right, Remember that? They told yeah. us that Saturday's canceled or something. But then, like, an hour later, they're like, no, it's back on. It's like, <laughs> and this is after, like, people have been calling to change flights and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, they're like, God, yeah, it's back mess. on. And then, the tr- and then no t- cabs came to pick us up to take us to the airport. The That's next right, day. the next morning, yeah. So how'd you get, you had to buy, you had to get a cab. We shared a cab. a cab. Yeah, yeah. It was, oh yeah that was bad. That's brutal. The only thing that was good was, uh, the like, for some reason, whenever I have uh, a drink on the flight beforehand, I'm, like, the best person at the airport. Yeah, well, uh, you're, 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 you I'm really, like for flying. the first hour, it's great. Because I usually end up talking to a couple well, like one that's four years, so they need something to, you know, lighten up their relationship, and I bring them joy. <laughs> and I play, and wait, I wait. put an earphone in, and I, I play the Friday Night Lights theme music. To oh. Pretend I'm like Buddy Garrity. <laughs> it's like so psychotic. Why, why him out so of I can, all like, the characters? Point and shoot and like <laughs> nice. use Texas analogies and stuff. I sometimes <laughs> talk in an accent. Uh. It's really fucking. Anyway, Dan wants you. Dan wants to be. Like, I wish I like, caught that. Side. Why didn't you bring that out? I don't know. I, that night. Yeah. Why did you? Guys <laughs> I gotta wait till the airport. Hey, I'm on the road again. <laughs> yeah. Dan. I got the sad, sad Dan. Dan. <laughs> I didn't get the Buddy Garrity Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Pointing and shooting. Yeah. Like sometimes I get drunk and I would go to like piano bars and just like yell songs for them to play, but they wouldn't listen to me because I was really drunk. <laughs> so then I would flip everybody <laughs> off and leave. <laughs> I did that in Austin, South by Southwest. Before I went That's to rehab. That's a great place. That piano bar's an awesome. It's place. awesome. It's awesome. But I went in. And I yelled uh, Bruce Springsteen's Born to Run And somebody goes No And I'm like Fuck you And then I left <laughs> That's how the request process works <laughs> That's one thing I've never done with you Because you've always been in recovery Since I've known you Is drink with you Yeah well, you, There's no way if, it, if is I got rolling, loaded, got it is rolling the dice Sometimes it's super fun Sometimes it's super fun it's But uh, you couldn't do it Because you would feel so guilty I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. But I'm but saying. But DeRose is the same way. DeRose is like, uh, oh man, why am I never there for a relapse? <laughs> but then he's like, I wouldn't want to condone it. But you know, part of him is like, I wonder what we would. Do. I, I, yeah. I think we get. I think we get into a fight with other people. I think we would we get, get into a fist fight. A fist fight somewhere at, at a bar. Yeah. You know what was the if I was loaded, part of the whole thing? What? When we went back to the hotel bar, we were ordering food and drinks uh, afterwards, and Dan took out his ID. <laughs> And there was the most angelic little sweet face. <laughs> I was oh, like, who yeah. the fuck is oh, this kid? Yeah. Oh, it yeah. was him from like, like a sifter of whiskey. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you think? That, that, that beard covers a lot of years. A lot of years of... It's innocent Dan is beneath that. I remember the I was drinking nothing care. disturbed me as much as seeing that. Yeah, he looks like a Care Bear without that beard. Yeah. Oh, there was some bad stuff. Forget Shiny Care Bear. Back. I was walking with somebody from the festival back, and I guess drunk because I came to the festival. I was already drunk when yeah. I got when I went. And got what do you think starts hotel. at the airport? Because you, you're yeah, nervous I, I about flying. flying yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, but anyway, months sober, guys. Please still book me. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I brought. A, I, I went to the hotel lobby, 
And uh, I, the first thing I asked them was like, hey, you guys know where there's a titty bar around here in walking distance? And then I came back <laughs> with somebody from the festival, and they're like, sir, we have that uh, address for that titty bar. <laughs> <laughs> Will you be needing anything Will else? Will you be needing anything <laughs> else? The funny thing is, the way you, you still said titty bar in their voice. Yeah, so yeah. like the person from the hotel was like, oh, sir, we found that titty bar that you were looking for. <laughs> yeah. The, the official term. Uh, That's funny. <laughs> Yeah, it was embarrassing yesterday because me and my girlfriend were hanging out with the roommates and they started talking about strip clubs. And I used to being on the road so much. Like, I knew, I was like, oh, yeah, I've been in that play. And I started to, she goes, oh, stop. She's like, stop. I don't, they don't need to know how many fucking strip clubs you've been to and how dirty you are. Stop. We were just connected. You have like connected. You're like brochures from the strip club. Yeah, it's like when the guy knows too much info about something, you know? It's good, like, when somebody's a little helpful. Yeah, it's like the guy, when the guy knows the name of an American girl doll for no reason. <laughs> it's like smuggling so organs. Yeah, give me. I got five minutes on that. <laughs> um, but Ted, we are so glad for you to be here today. Happy One to of be the funniest you. slash nicest comics in New York. That's very true. Um, so Thank we're you. glad you could be here. Thank you so much for coming. To how is everything going with you, Ted? Things are good. You know, just. Uh, Status quo. <laughs> yeah. Just hanging out. Yeah. Well, so Ted's like one of the most socially conscious people that I know. Yes, I think That's so true. too. And do you, do you think you think you've always been that way? Because you, you do a lot of very very soulful like like heartfelt messages on like Facebook and stuff like that. that I really enjoy. Do you think you've always been like that? Or do yeah, you, think, you, or do you think? Oh, do you think you tried to start the, the union? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. There, there was a moment where you clicked. You were like, I'm going to be more conscious of this. I'm not saying uh, you were never a nice guy. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> But you took your niceness to another <laughs> level. Yeah, Why'd you flip the switch too. on that niceness? Um, I think, yeah, I mean, my parents were always kind of uh, socially conscious and, right. you know, going well, like on. Like hippies? Were they hippies? Yeah, I think you could probably say it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I would say a version of, of hippies. Um, yeah, so just being around them. The way you said that was like the nicest way you could say. I wouldn't <laughs> yeah, say hippie, but hippie. Probably just minus the drugs and the debauchery. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, just yeah. Like Jimmy people. Carter Christians. Basically, all the, all the good parts just of good the, people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's where you got it from. Yeah, like we part. lived in India for a year when I was a kid. They were doing work with the church over there. Like, so oh, wow. My earliest childhood memories are in India. Oh, wow, oh, wow okay. Uh, yeah, I was like four years old going on five. Um, I can't pretend I even want to go over there anymore. I used to be like, yeah, I'd love to go to India. And now I'm like, oh, fuck <laughs> that. Like I was, I was saying to Peoria, you. Peoria, Illinois, that's enough. <laughs> I was yeah. saying to you before that, because India, it's supposed to be, like, you lived there for a year. So how old were you when you lived there? Four. Okay, so you remember five. it, but. It's my earliest childhood memories. I mean, but yeah. You Have know. you been back? My parents just went back for the first time since, uh, okay. like 40 years later. Oh, wow, uh, okay. Yeah, they had, like, kind of a reunion thing over there, and. They said it was pretty wild to, to experience. It's grown. Like, the population has exploded. And, and it's gotten more modern, and it's gotten... Yeah, but yeah. also more poor and, you know, like... Oh, yeah. The, you know, the two sides of the coin. That's like... Um, I was talking to, you know, Taylor Ketchum. You know, do you know Taylor yeah. Ketchum? A comic. Know. And he was saying how he went to Brazil, and, he, and they, like, they, they were at, like, the, the slums of Brazil, and he was like, wow, this is, like, really bad. And it's, I, he didn't realize it was this bad, and he was, like, really, like, right. holy cow, I don't know how they live this way. And then he watched the documentary about, like, the Calcutta ghettos, and he was like, oh, Brazil is like Beverly Hills <laughs> compared to that. Yeah. Like the way they live there, he's like, there's literally guys, he says, that will, they, they just p- pick up trash all day and then they make functional items out of trash that they sell and that's their trade. Jeez. They make it out of like, out of cart, whatever's thrown away and they make, they'll make you like, a, I don't know, a, a broom out the of Republicans think those people are lazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh yeah, you know, why don't yeah. you get a job? Like they're working ten times harder than you could ever work. Of course. Yeah. yeah it's they insane. make like wi- Wi-Fi survive. out of a yeah. milk carton. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm so I still kinda find it bad because when that whole U C B thing was going down, like me and uh you are you know, re- gonna rehash that? Well, I just talk about it a little bit on the podcast. Yeah, you know, I still think they should pay. But uh, you know, I left for pilot season, like right. As you're doing, doing this, yeah. when I came back, it was like all over, and I feel like I'm such a pussy compared to like what Ted's done in the past and shit. Because I came back, and I was like, "Well, I got action this pilot. I'm out of here." Back, and then like, not only were we not, not only was it gotten, I had canceled standups on Friday and Saturday, but also like the I won't mention names of the people who were violently against it on Facebook were like, "Come see me at UCB on Friday." <laughs> like it was like such a lot, and I was like, "Well, I need to get up to. I don't fuck. I need the money because I've gotten on the road. I mean, I don't." Need the money because I'm going on the road and I need new bits more than money. 
You're like, a, you're like a half-ass Ted. You're like a- I was like a half-ass Ted. I was like, this is wrong. Well, we're not going to do anything. All right. I tried. I tried. I'd like to do something again. That was the vaguest. You know what I mean? That's your way to get to heaven. Yeah, To yeah. make sure comics get $15 on a Friday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's something. Well, I think we, like when we true. did it, uh, like there were two rounds of it. The first was around... Two the UCB thing, you mean? Or the, or the no, union no, thing? Like the union thing? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the first was around 2000 where there was a lot of talk about it in comic circles about the pay hadn't been raised since the 80s, I think, right. at that point. Yeah. And it still hasn't, right? No, it has. Oh, it has. Okay, yeah, okay. so what we did was uh, I wrote a petition, I read that petition saying, can yeah. you please, you know, raise the pay, basically, whatever. And uh, I got about 100 comics to sign it. Now, this is pre-internet, so I'm just going that's, around. Yeah, that's like door-to-door type shit. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, going yeah. around getting uh, people to sign it at a Starbucks or whatever because I couldn't just, like, plant myself at a club, you know, so I just, I'd be nearby and get people to sign it. Um, so then it got raised maybe 10 bucks on the yeah. weekends. It went from 50 to 60. Uh, went from, like, 15 to 20 uh, during the week. And then about five, six years later, Russ Maneev calls me and says, do you want to revisit the pay issue? And I really didn't because it was so much work the first time. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to j- jump into this again. again. Yeah. Right. Uh, but he was so gung-ho, uh, and I saw he was committed. I was like, all right, let's do this. So that was the time, like 2006, maybe seven, we started the New York Comedians Coalition, and we were having meetings at AFTRA and at the New York um, New York Writers Guild. Oh, wow. Uh, they were giving us their space for our meetings, and we would have like 200 comedians in the, you know, and it was really kind of funny and chaotic and yeah. interesting. Yeah, well, almost uh, like very much like in the seventies with the Mitzi Shore stuff and all that. Yeah, 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 you know. Yeah. So we had probably I don't know, like maybe five to, you know, maybe as many as seven or eight meetings, and uh, yeah, just talking about primarily the pay was why people were out. Right. But there was talk of uh, unionizing, and there was a lot of back and forth about that but people because of i guess the freelance nature of of comedy it's hard to get it's hard to, to nail it down and, and a lot of it is cash work anyway and how many of these guys would you have that would be like yeah yeah i'm totally for it then they would get offered the, they just need the money mm-hmm. so it's like they you have them over a barrel tough. basically and it, it's also a weird thing too because once you start headlining on on the weekends you actually need the spot for material more than you actually need it for the money. For the cash. You know, sure, sure. Not on a weekend. If you're in a $75 spot, it's great. But like for a $25 spot, if you're going up, you know, the comic strip, you more right. want to just do it so you can get some new bits out. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so ultimately we wound up getting, uh, I think, another 10 to 15. So it went from, uh, that time it went from 60, 65 up to 75. between 75 and 80. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. now some clubs are paying, I think, 85 yeah, um, like I the, think seller the seller does that. Yeah, and Gotham just went up to eighty-five. So you know, we kind of just keep pressure on him. Like John Fish was uh, the one who kind of I think initiated the talks with Gotham this time around, and got them to raise it like another five bucks during the week. And you know, yeah. so it's so just it's pretty it's, amazing because there was results that happened as a as a as a as a, from 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 the from the movement or whatever you want to call it. That's yeah, it, yeah, yeah, incremental, but it, you know that's how things happen. So. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm proud of it. You know, I, no, it's great. I, it, I guess it. You know, when I it, with the UCB, I guess it's a little different, just because, you know, it's not, but it is in the sense that like, you aren't. They aren't making the same money that those clubs are making. I guess they are making the you, same money. They're not. They, they're, 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 but they're making money. They're making money. And then so one of their points during that thing was that they don't make any money. They have to be they break some even, money. and I'm, and that's the that's and I understand the biggest like you can't pay sketch life. and improv people because there's just too many of them yeah the problem i have with it is uh you know if you're artists which you know the people who started that especially yeah. are you know comedy clubs not necessarily they tend to be just businessmen or right. Bar, right. bar owners yeah. criminals yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um you know if you're an artist uh just as a gesture give your fellow artists something right. yeah. five bucks ten, so, ten so you're not taking a loss yeah, exactly. you know yeah, it's I just think, the spirit I think it was kind of yeah, shitty. The, the, when the, they, the subway ride there. Yeah. You know, yeah. When they pulled those Friday and Saturday shows as a response, they're like, oh, yeah, well, you're not going to get this. And then they pulled it. Oh, you know? yeah. Well, like, but, but, and they did it under the guise of, well, you know, I mean, maybe we just shouldn't have Friday and Saturday. And the way they said it was very, but you're like, fuck you. That's, that meant something else. Like the way that you said it was, very was like very like, like, if you listen to that podcast, like, you, like the way you said it was not. Like I, I know passive fucking like aggression when I hear it. Like, yeah. like, uh, I have a mother. Do you know? What I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the thing too is, like, if your business model is built on 
not paying your employees essentially well then right. guess what you, you sh- your business shouldn't exist you know yeah. like if the, if they're like bemoaning the fact that oh we're just barely breaking even or whatever i'm like well that you know tough shit it's, it's your business right. you have to figure out a way you know, yeah. where the reason that people are coming through the door. Yeah. yeah. You know? I mean, you do advertise our credits, you know? Yeah. I mean, that is a thing. Um, you know, and, and to be fair, those places are, you can shit the bed a lot easier at those places. That's good. You can bring newer stuff. But if you're a comedian starting out, you still can't. You know what I mean? You're but you're, right. but I, that shit, shitting the bed thing doesn't really mean anything, mean anything to me because you, you're always trying to do, do well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're trying yeah, to do yeah. well. Yeah. Even yeah. if you're going up with new stuff, you're. You're, you're trying, trying to, to do well. well. Yeah. Right. You're not yeah. like deliberately tanking or something. You're right, trying right. Something. You start something to get Ted. That's why I brought you. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt bad. It's actually a meeting. You know, when, I, when I got back, it was just like it was all dropped. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it felt like. Well, when you got back, you say it like you traveled uh, the Oregon Trail. <laughs> <laughs> you say, you, did you not have your way. phone with you that has the internet on it where that so whole much thing was happening? So much changed. Basically what happened, it fell apart. Decades later. And he wants to push himself away from any kind of blame of it falling apart. Well, I was away. I was I was no, but overseas I was, I was when a, this happened. I was away. I was away. Fuck you. I was away. Yeah, well, even if, like you weren't obsessively checking Facebook the whole time. I sent happening. a telegram back east to see what was going on. UCB, stop. UCB problem over. Stop. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tell her I love her. Stop. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe we should do something. Like that. <laughs> no, I feel I feel like why are you getting mad? I'm just fucking with you. No, I feel very guilty about it. And then I no, can... actually, you you put your name out there and your I face did out put there. My yeah, name out there. Which, you I know, did. Yeah, yeah, you did. And that's a fascinating and nobody phenomenon asked you to, too. But you did. To me, <laughs> no, I did. It meant something. Yeah. No, it, no, it does. Kidding, because man. to me, uh, it's a it's an interesting study in human nature in those types of situations. You see people that are very reluctant to kind of uh, put their name or face or, right. or even take a stand yeah. uh, publicly. And now it's even more public because, you know, like I said, right. there was no the Facebook internet, or anything yeah. back then. So all we right. had to organize all of this. for what you write on Facebook. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. yeah. You know, so like it was, it was fascinating to me the kind of uh, firestorm that started within a week or two on Facebook that like it was the same dynamics, but it was spread over months for us and like meeting with club owners and getting but together physically. Yeah, but you and actually, this was just hours, like, yeah, the difference yeah. is you guys crazy. actually accomplished something, right? Yes, yeah, so, no, because, it, because it took real investment. Yeah, it doesn't take investment to sit and type something. And, that's, and I'm, I'm not negating no, what you guys I mean, did because it started that conversation again. But yeah. But uh, but maybe if we had Facebook back then, maybe that the same thing would have happened with us, you know. Well, I, well there would have been enough I, enough dissension from your opinion. I, to, to, yeah, 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 yeah. It would have fallen I, apart. Who knows? Who you knows? knows I don't think happened, it yeah. would because I do think that those theater, but I think that those theaters can survive without stand up. Yeah, maybe not the small one. I don't think the Beast could, but I do think. Chelsea could survive without stand-up. Yes, 100%. Because it has whiplash. And I think that that's really the huge and bargaining chip. But I don't think the UC Beast could. The other I thing really is don't the, think it could survive without stand The main difference uh-huh. is the clubs were already paying. That's right, another thing. The clubs right. were already paying, and then you up the amount, which makes sense. These, yeah. You were asking them to start giving money, and there was like... There, there was a right, lot yeah. of the worst on both sides in the sense that, like, like I thought that the passive aggression on the improv sketch side was, like, just as shitty and unforgivable as then, like uh, from the stand-up side, there's all these comics who have arrogance for not making it. Yeah, there was some arrogance. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. These fucking improv cunts. You know, like they yeah. didn't know how to be a human. Yeah, you know, they didn't know how to be professional. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but, yeah, it's like in a sense, it's the divide and conquer thing because if like the the talent is fighting each other, then you know, then as opposed don't. to if everybody's just talking together and maybe we can get a little something out of them. You know, that's always the, yeah. the best tag. It's a lot. Of, it's and also there's another thing that I think is also you had to be somewhat. The, the thing is, the amount of cachet matters too, and you have a, a name. You know, I, that, feel like an asshole. Well. I still feel like an asshole that we didn't do anything. Maybe I should do. Maybe we should do something about that. Do what? <laughs> no, like maybe we should ask to make more money at those places. Maybe Are you really gonna bring? It? They're not gonna do it. They're just gonna get, cut out stand up. What do you think? You think they would do that, Ted? If you asked. You see, he's not. Should we ask. cut this? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, then, then you know, you, then if, you if somebody, if, if there was a coalition, you think they would do it or no? I mean, I always think it's a natural outgrowth of of a right. sentiment that's really there that people are really committed to. Like with us, there was so much talk in right. the circles about it. It was kind of this thing of like, well, let's stop talking to each other and let's sit down and and figure out. Yeah. And also, and also there's this thing of. If you're not asking, you have to start the dialogue with the other side. You yeah, have to, and that's right. what was done. The dialogue was started in that in that case. It's yeah. just a matter of them being like, 
okay, then we'll just get rid of weekend stand-up, <coughs> and then that's it. Like, And then, honestly, you don't agree with that decision, but I'm like, that was their response to it. What are you going to do as far as... Because they really, right. they literally, can't, like you said, they can't pay all the performers that perform in there. Yeah, no, that is true. I mean, you can't pay an improv troupe. Yeah, exactly. The way that you do... St- I mean, there there is... There's nothing... Like if you, you that would I do agree that that would bankrupt the theater. Like if they paid, yes, if you'd they be, paid like yeah. with the amount of people because who pay improv, yeah, there, you'd be, get, you'd be but, getting a lot of but money. But on the same sense, is it a shitty? Is it a model where only affluent uh, people can with with affluent parents can afford? Yes, I totally agree with that too. Oh, where they have a few scholarships, but for the most part, like uh, Cyrus McQueen talked about it, where he was like uh, that comic. Cyrus, where he's like, he's like, he said something that was like hilarious. He goes, "Yeah, you know, you don't see a lot of black people doing sketch and improv because, so you know, us black people, we don't like working for free. I don't know how that started. That's actually (laughs) true. Because even those, even urban rooms, they pay like right off the bat. I remember if we talked to a lot of guys, a lot of black guys that started urban rooms, they they said that when they they start there, they get paid right away. And right. they charge like twenty five bucks. Like if you go see those shows uptown, yeah. they charge like fifteen, twenty five bucks to get into those shows, those random bars. That's well, why you usually... better kill. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the show. And the fear, right? You're the show in the yeah. bad way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Well, it's also usually a comic putting putting it together, or a producer who is in good with comics and, and, and it's so to make. He's money. gonna yeah. So yeah. he's gonna hit off everybody that's on the show. Yeah, it's true. White people just were like, oh, we'll be fine if we just have this free bar show and we just we just want to get people. But well, you know, the whole thing is out. like there's no middle ground. It's like either I'm on Saturday Night Live or I'm uh, a copywriter. There's no middle ground anymore. When yeah. people go into comedy, they think that I'm either going to be a star or I'm not going to make it. There's no like working comedian. Yeah. Well, there yeah. is, but it's just not, you don't think of that as the... No, you don't think, oh, I don't think that whole system breeds that sort of... As far as just stand-up goes, you're saying? I think yeah, back in the day, there was probably working comedian was a thing, and it was like you're you got a living. Now I think you can't just doing stand-up. I think it's probably so much harder than it yeah. was back in the day. Like just yeah. doing stand-up, that's it. It is, and financially, I mean, the, you know, the city's gotten much more expensive, right? Uh, and, and I've yeah. seen. I was just like this past weekend. I was working with comics, and it just hit me like guys that I've known for decades. You know, like who I started with, and some of whom were like uh, divorced. Or uh, one of whom had like to take a second job, and I was thinking to myself, like, this doesn't make sense. Um, that you know, guys who I started with that are great comics are like working a second job, or uh, like one the, one of the divorced guys like had roommates. I was like, you know, we have roommates in our forties. Yeah, now right, shit, right, you know? exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. So like yeah. all of these. Really... Things... I mean, these are the city guys. City guys. City guys. Yeah, no, it yeah. doesn't make sense. You it know? doesn't make any sense. They they there was, yeah, a, there I mean, was an I'm article 30, online. I shouldn't have roommates. You know what I mean? Like it's like back in yeah. our day, parents said my my mom and dad were married and had a house. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like just that we could make ends meet. You know, not like people are in debt. You know, that's the problem. Is like you know, and I understand you're you're an artist and boohoo. You know, you're going for your passion and blah blah blah. But like you were talking about people that are not like just starting and paying their dues. These are people that have been right. doing it for fifteen for twenty right. years, exactly. have TV credits and. And you should know. be able to at least pay rent or, or, or yeah, not have to get a second job or whatever. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, and then they there was an article online that I didn't read, but <laughs> but I saw the but thing. I saw the, the <laughs> caption I, was I, very interesting. I, I got the gist. I got the gist of it. The, the headline was very. It gave me the gist. And uh, it was actually called gist. <laughs> it's, it's just for illiterate people. <laughs> it's like pictures of what's gonna just happen. Mag- just magazine. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up, Dan. Uh, uh, just quarterly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what they said was like, New York City is so expensive, it's killing creativity because it's, it's making people worry. They're worrying about surviving so much that it kills that creative mind. It kills that. Right. Like, if you're worrying about your how I'm going to make my rent every five minutes, which which I do. Right. Like, like, you're, like some of that's good, but not a lot. Constantly. Of yeah. Some of it's good, right. Because it, it adds to like, it makes you hungrier. But at the same time, that shouldn't be all you're thinking about. You should be able to enjoy things and and, 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 yeah. and and pick up on things and you know whatever and live your life and not you know be able to experience things that you can talk about on stage but yeah. they were saying like New York is too expensive now to really breed anything creative and they're saying other cities because it's cheaper to live there are, are there a lot of their crop of comics and their crop of artists are are, are really coming up because of it well, I think and that makes a lot of sense to me and this that makes like, a lot of this sense this happens sure. with, with the economy I was talking to Mike Lawrence about this and I think it's true when there's like a shitty when the economy's really shitty um, 
like people follow their dreams more because they don't have any other job to fall back. Oh, right. Like the same yeah, guy yeah. can't be like, You're oh, on unemployment? Like, oh, I can just go work on, uh, you know, I should really do this because, well, now if it's like, well, I don't have a future anyway, so I might as well get into comedy. And at that point, <laughs> you have so many people coming into comedy that you could fuck with people more. You could have like, you know, like fucking, you could be like, hey, bring people to this comedy show or bark or do all this other shit. Well, that was another, that's fine, another thing. But, yeah. Barking's fine. Barking, they've always had barking probably, but that the bringer show is how old is the bringer show would you would you say the bringer oh, show I have is no idea. that's the past it wasn't around like when i started but like when year did may, you start i started 92 okay yeah. yeah i think then later in the 90s it started right yeah i yeah. think uh yeah pro- i'd say it's like maybe 15 years as a response to the clubs losing business probably right yeah, that's what i heard like the boom was i guess the 80s yeah. i got into it like when it was right after the end it sucked yeah what do you think was the worst year of comedy that you've had uh, or worse, personally, or like the m- no, worst like, uh, overall feel I, I, yeah, of comedy, like like like, indi- like, like, like scene wise, industry, like overall. Well, I mean, it's tough to say because, like, when you're started, you're so like focused on yourself that you're not thinking yeah. of the macro. Like, what is the scene like? Yeah, 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 that's true. But it was yeah. probably bad. Yes, like, you, yes, you do. It's called being a blogger, <laughs> a comedy blogger. <laughs> yeah. um, um, I think probably yeah, like maybe the mid to late '90s. It was. It's it, brutal, right? It was I pretty, heard it was pretty yeah. bad. Well, yeah. that's when it was like still that very stale '80s kind of uh, vibe, Style? right? But, yeah, yeah, and that's when the whole well, you wouldn't want to say the whole alt scene came out of that because it was so they weren't allowing anybody who with any kind of different opinion to get in these clubs. It was yeah, very, it, was very, well, it was interesting uh, yeah. because you had you had like Luna and a couple of other spots, right? But then it was like little by little that was growing exponentially. And that's where all um, the industry was going. And that was well, yeah, the industry was there. And but there was this cross pollination too, which you know I definitely benefited from because I started at a time when those things didn't exist. So uh, I was pretty much squarely a, a club comic, right? But I was a little even outside the box within the club. But there was no place else to and perform. I, yeah, and, and I didn't know even yeah. if there was. But then once Luna and those other things popped up, and I had friends that were working that scene. Yeah. Then I was working there, and I think it was good. F- you know, you talk about like when was comedy bad. I think when comedy was good was when that cross pollination happened. Yeah, and it made the muscle stronger because, in my opinion, it it helps to have both of those muscles. The oh cl- yeah, for the sure. Club you should be able to the, play. Oh sure, whatever. You know? Yeah. You know, really, the only thing, like, for me, the only thing that switches is what you say in between the jokes, which is actually, that should be the same, Oh, you too, mean as far as segues go? Yeah, I just feel like sometimes, more like how you relate to the crowd is a little bit differently. Dan, yeah, and you, you like, you just like playing barns. That's what that's that's a, I just like playing barns. <laughs> like this is actually the most all... uh, thought-provoking episode we've ever had on this, and I, <laughs> I apologize to our heady. listeners gonna... for that. <laughs> well, I like it. I'll take, I like it. I take oh, full I responsibility. It. <laughs> yeah, it's no, it's good. <laughs> You know, and it, and it, you know, it's it's it's, uh, and I'm not saying anything bad about those theaters either, because you know I'm friends with a lot of guys who run those, like John Vershanti and Nate Dern, and they're all like really nice guys. It's like one of those things where it's like you know everyone there, and you're like, oh, you're super nice. Can we still get paid? <laughs> you know, it, it almost makes it worse because it's like it, it's not like some guy boss hog with like a fucking cigar. <laughs> yeah, it's and just super one of those things. It's just one of, what it comes down to. It's one of those things. It's like. You just decide what you're gonna do in that situation for yourself, because obviously right. they're, they're not gonna turn around and pay anything. You, but you still want to perform, so it's like what? It's do you this do? weird thing, yeah. And you justify it in your brain because I think they, I think unlike the stand-up clubs, they would actually survive without mm-hmm. stand-up. The, you know, the st- UCB. No. Oh, they pay. would. Yes, like they that, would. Yeah. And but, then that's the only thing that I think that is like. And then you know, some guys get, and but the problem too is that nobody in the stand-up club is gonna put up anyone that weird. You know, like they'll put up someone weird a little bit, but they'll put up somebody who's, you know, you don't have to be a, hey, this guy, this guy. But you can't be like back in the 70s. I, I mean, you hear you'd have like character acts go up and shit like that. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, that would back happen. To, like, that can't happen. Emo right? Phillips or whatever. Right. Yeah. But I think the weird person is almost like the woman. Like, you know, we can have one on the show. That's the way oh, the, they the want to stand up. Saying yeah. The woman is the weird person. <laughs> <laughs> it becomes like you, our, our whole opinion of you changes. <laughs> you, know, you know, you guys know what it's I'm like, saying, right? The, it's the like, it's, like, the it's like when you punch your girlfriend in the face. And <laughs> no, but I'm saying the way the club looks at it. Like they, yeah. the club will book one woman. 
that's the way they look at it, and I, and I think it's wrong. But that's what they yeah. like. When do you ever see three women, three on, women on, on a, a club show. show? Right, exactly. Yes, yeah. but that, I think in the same way they look at it like, okay, we'll put one weird guy on, or a right. you know, weird girl for that matter. But one uh, black dude, one weird or, guy, yeah, one Spanish one, dude, one, like a, one fat guy, one right. bearded guy, one, one weird yeah. girl, five white guys, and yeah. then seven black hosts. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. That's what. And it's funny. Like I remember the the comic strip would would in their um, Village Voice, you know, one line thing or New York right. Magazine, whatever it was, it would be like the most expertly booked club in the city. It's like expertly booked. Like just put up five <laughs> funny comedians <laughs> yeah. and call it a day. Like, it's like yeah. these doctors in a lab, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> they're, like, they're like pouring Tim Allen's DNA with Cat Williams. And like, oh, what do we have here? Yes. Just comes out this a baby this, raptor this gets monster. born. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe. Uh, I could I could say that certainly there's a little bit to all right you don't want this person following that person because maybe this person is like yeah. right you know it's like good a to mix it up right exactly but that but you know like if we're all professional comedians we should all be able you could to just play pick, whatever just yeah. fucking do it yeah. there's a guy on Facebook I won't say his name but you know who it is who <laughs> books a room in Brooklyn and it is the funniest <laughs> fucking thing the way he do you know that post where he talks about booking the room he goes here's a, oh you bring the feature. They bring the fire. This, <laughs> the stand-up, they tear the house down. And then, like, he talks like how you should book. E oh, it's amazing. Uh, I gotta tell you who it is. I, I wish I had his read Facebook, that when I started. His Facebook is so. I, I, there's some people that we have that we're, we're friends. We'll tell you all the names after Facebook, which are like the greatest people to be friends with. His, like every status updates a, a new like just exploration theory of psyche. Yeah. Oh my and, god. And like some Brit like. It makes you downs. feel better about yourself. Which is so many break. Like one guy keeps breaking down. And he's like, "I'm not your friend. I'm a man." <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's not even that. It's like a long thing. I'm not your priest. I'm not your therapist. I'm not your this. I'm just a man. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I just, just like the Burgess Meredith voice. The no, and then no like. But the best was like there was like one Facebook reason we were, it was a comedy beef, but nobody they weren't known comedians. So it's like all these people calling each other out, but there was like two likes for each one. It wasn't like like it wasn't like Marin or Michael Ian Black where everyone's like, oh look at this. It was just like, oh yeah. Well, your bit that no one's ever heard of sucks too. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> oh, it's brutal. Oh, it's man. absolutely brutal. Comedy's brutal. And then, you know, and then the whole hard thing with, you know, making a comedy union is you look around at the other comedians, you're like, are these people I really want to help? <laughs> <laughs> these are the steel workers and the teachers. Like, Well, that was, the, that was the thing, too, at the meetings, you know, uh, and again, the nature yeah. of not having it, you know, airing the dirty laundry in public because of Facebook. Right. We were in a room. So there was a lot of that back and forth. And I mean, like, I got into it. I had, like, a fight with uh, a comic during one of the meetings. And yeah. uh, I think, like, John Fisher or somebody still, like, quotes me. I, I, I don't remember saying it. Yeah. yeah. They, they say, I said, I will be heard. <laughs> <laughs> and on to the topic of our podcast, My you're, Dumb Friends. You're, you're, I will be heard. You're Pacino in Justice for All. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're out of order. This whole system's out of order. <laughs> I want my $25. <laughs> Well, then there's also that, that gray area of like, then it really becomes scary because it's like, well, who's a comedian? Who here actually deserves to get paid? Well, that's yeah. that's, the that's, part. that's the thing. That's, that's the real part. tricky because, part. Because that's the thing. Everybody thinks, thinks they, they deserve yeah, to yeah, be yeah, paid. Yeah. And that's that was what was fascinating about it because how like, many people would show up that you were like, wait a minute? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. exactly. Not yeah, only show up, doing open but mics. like co-opt the meeting. Yeah, like some right. of the like kind of weird shit, crazy ones. Yeah, 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 like guys that you know, and that's sixty, hard. seven year old open micers, and then you <laughs> become, like, and then you become the establishment because you say no, you're not a comic, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. that becomes it's all level of fucked up. Yeah, yeah, but I think one of the good things that we did was we really made it an effort to uh, be inclusive from yeah. open micers to like you know we had Colin Quinn, David Tell, right. uh, those kind of guys coming to the meetings too. But we tried to make it inclusive to say, look, you open micers. First of all, we need your support because, you know, right. if we go on strike, we don't want you guys taking taking the spots. We want to, like, really... Everybody yeah. across the board. Yeah. yeah. And secondly, you're the ones who stand to benefit from this anyway because... The hope is that you know you'll we're gonna, get to that point. Yeah, you'll get yeah. Reap the benefits from the thing. But don't. But please don't say, stand here and pretend like you have a say in this movie right now. <laughs> right. Yeah, just yeah, keep yeah. your mouth I, shut. You yeah, sound like an that, asshole. That yeah. is like the thing. Yeah, it's like well, I think that that's the hardest thing for when 
comics are, and it's not really guys starting out because I feel like guys starting out have a lot of delusion and they're like, yeah, I'll fight the battle. And it's not the guys who are making a living. It's the guys right under the guys who are making a living who are like, I don't want to rock the boat. Uh, I'm just about to get Montreal. I'm just about to get a late night set. Yeah. I need this place that more than it needs it. me. Yeah. I'm just getting good. You know, yeah. like yeah. I'm just getting a buzz. Those are the ones that like really need to speak out because they're good enough that they can't say they can't say they won't do, like they'll still do the spots and then they'll keep the business going because they're funny enough to make the show good. Right. Right. You know, well, like right. it's a weird I don't the beauty the beauty of what happened with the coalition was it was uh really three four four of us that were really right at the point that you're describing. It was right. myself, Russ Maneve, Tom Shalou, and Buddy Bolton. So we were all about 10, 12 years in working all the clubs. Yeah. Uh, not household names, but we had all been on TV and whatever. Yeah. So we you're were at, at that, that level. Bob, you're not that level I'm talking about. You're you're definitely a working point. Yeah. But at and that, that point, no, at that point yeah. we were just guys that we didn't we didn't care anymore about like right. we kind of had nothing to lose. Like, yeah, like that's we don't care about the clubs. Like. Yeah. It's yeah. like, all right, you don't want to use me, don't use me. But this is the right thing to do. So we yeah. were like the older guys didn't care. I'm not gonna say they didn't care at all, but they were beyond it. Yeah. And the younger guys, you know, they're not gonna risk it. So we were, you know, the four of us were just at that right prime time to to, to say do something. something about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I, I still have a thing where like I, I think that maybe that's what I should I should just not do shows that charge. Where I'm not getting money, it's, like because like it's a, different. It's a principal thing. It's what you it is. You do. know, what? I, I thought of that, that too. Because I'm doing like the, uh, you know, the th- shows like the College Humor one and Whiplash. They don't charge, so it's fine. You do those shows, right. you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the one, you know, the ones that charge. I mean, like you know, Knitting Factory is a free fucking show, and I got paid last night. Yeah. You know, like yeah. so that's like crazy. Well, it's also you know? a thing. I mean, where... maybe it's because Hannibal runs it, and he's a good guy, and is a comic, so it's. Yeah. You right. Know? Exactly. That's, that's really it, but. Uh, I think it's a good thing to have that conversation anytime you can. Like, if you get offered a show, you know, yeah. like I get offered shows on the weekend all the time where I'm just like, is it a paid spot? And they say, oh, no, I'm sorry, I can't give you anything. And then I say, well, thank you. But, like, we did this with the coalition years right. ago. So, on principle, I can't take unpaid shows on, on the weekends. Yeah, even if it's, if it's a free show, you won't do it? Too. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. To, I think you just actually, let I think them I know. emailed you a long time ago and that same thing happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just to which let, which just to let folks know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Right. Exactly. Um, would that you do? Sense. Would you? But on the weekday, you would do a free show. Yeah, on the weekday, I usually Monday will because, like you said, like when we're trying stuff out, you or you just want to get up, you yeah, know. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It's just a matter of, and I think the other thing, the thing, one of the obstacles for you guys must have been at some point that the idea, like you were saying, of getting everybody together must have been the hardest thing about it, because you always are going to have that population of guys that even though this whole thing's going, and even it was going well because you got the, the money up, but even at that, there was probably an, always a, a, a third of those guys that were like, you know what, if it came down to it, I would, I would still work there. And, I, and they, yeah. they still have, because that's the thing, they have so much to pick from. Yeah. They, if you say, say half the comedy scene goes, you still have hundreds of guys that can just go, okay, now we'll just book you because we have to get this show done and we have to do this. Sure. A lot of those guys don't even give a shit what they put on stage. They guess. just fuck, you know. Even, yeah. even some of the top guys surprised me because they'd be like, they'd have this kind of uh, subservient attitude like, well, they gave me the my start. They made me. They gave me my start. And these are like top guys. And I'm like, you know, you make them too because yeah, yeah. Y- yeah, now yeah, you're yeah. now you're not an open micer. You're somebody with a following, and you you know it's self perpetuating that like. And you're gonna keep them laughing. That's so right. You don't lose, they, they're gonna order more fucking drinks. Th- these clubs aren't going to use open micers. We're the best comics right. in the country. But, you know, yeah. we're, if you're right. in New York working, especially on weekends. You're a legitimate professional comedian. Yeah. Like, what other field do you put in ten years, fifteen years, and you're still getting like essentially like a, a stipend? You know, like a an intern. Unfortunately, probably every field now with the economy. <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah. Anyone who has a master's of fine arts degree. <laughs> that's true. Is that what you have? No, I have a I have a BS, bachelor's of science. Bachelor's of science. In art, even though I know nothing about science. Did you have a minor? I did like uh, theater and then Not international the, relations. Completely changed I was the subject. Very political. For in college and I do no political bits and you really don't do many either for being as self-conscious which is you know I think it gives more yeah to it you know I used to do I used to do more uh it's just funny like the joke comes first to you sometimes the joke comes first people will go on stage and you're like you just read that from fucking wikipedia right right yeah no I don't I don't go right yeah I don't come like with an agenda of like uh, here's what you know if something's funny to me I'll, I'll find a way to make it work but yeah I don't yeah 
I don't like to, to hammer yeah. like a political view. It doesn't have to be in this box of what I'm, what, what my, what your particular thing is. Yeah, yeah. no, it can be silly. It can yeah, be yeah. what it can be anything. Yeah. yeah. Very funny game. Well, we haven't even gotten to the point of the podcast <laughs> fifty minutes, but I'm glad we had this conversation. But yeah. uh, what's the uh, dumbest thing you've ever done on stage, Ted? What's the dumbest move you've ever made that has like resulted in just a disastrous show? Oh wow! I guess it's like a just transition. Dumbest thing on stage? Um, oh wow! I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like you probably haven't done that many dumb things on stage because you're such a you're a very deliberate guy composed, and you, and, you, yeah. and it's so composed and so There's like. There's no way if you're doing it 20 years you haven't done one move. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> no, shit. no, I've, I have my share. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. There was a uh, a so. marine at a show one time, like just back from Iraq or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was drunk, and his table of buddies were like uh, disrupting a show. I think it was at the Broadway Comedy Club. And, you know, because he's in uniform, like, you're trying everything to, like... Just be like, okay, all yeah, right. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. yeah. You're gritting and bearing it. You could be like, I don't want to be the... I don't want to be a terrorist right now. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but then it got to the point where I just, like, I got him thrown out. And I, I was, like, going back and forth with him. And I was like, uh, you're the reason why... I don't I think I said something like, you're the reason why... Uh, the why the we're still losing in Iraq, <laughs> <laughs> and then as they threw him out, I hummed the um the Marine uh, Semper. What is that? Oh, the audience the halls like of Montezuma. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, did the audience like it or no? They were like torn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't know. Like some people thought it was really funny. Other people were yeah. really offended. That's and when I got oh, off stage, I like I felt so bad. Even the other comics were looking at me like, "What the fuck were you doing?" <laughs> Whatever, man. Honestly, fuck, that fuck guy. him, man. Yeah. That my, my favorite part of that is just the, the humming after the fact. Like, <laughs> like you already won. It's like when somebody just stomps in somebody's head after they've already yes. beaten them up. Yes. <laughs> You're just like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> That's great, man. That's great. <laughs> See you later. There it's we so go. Funny. Oh, oh we God. All do this. I mean, I still think, I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast. Maybe I have, but the most offensive and dumbest thing I ever did. And Mike Warren's was there. You know, we would do everything starting out. We'd do the shittiest open mics. And there's this one called Five Points um, in Chinatown. Um, that wasn't that a good one though. But was I heard of that? I never did times. that one. It was packed in times. It was all Chinese people, um, and I would never right? do well. It, it was all Chinese. Chinese. And the one we were always pissed off because there was a dog dressed that they would dressed up as basically John Benet Ramsey, and he would dance the Beverly Hills Cop theme music <laughs> with this old man. That's amazing. And this old man gave us a card, and he was the dog's manager. And we're like, we can't get a fucking manager for the dancing Beverly Hills dog, Ken. Like, like, oh like Mike God. would walk in the ba- and Mike would walk in the bathroom, and the dog would be like, like pushed over the sink, getting pants forced on him. <laughs> like, it looked worse than a rape. You know what I mean? If he was raping, he'd be like, all right, the guy's in bestiality. This was sadder. Uh, but anyway, there wasn't that. Sadder than rape. There was uh, there wasn't that many people there, and I fucking went on stage, and I had nothing. I was bombing real bad. Did you was did you have to follow the dog? No, it, this was really nice. The dog wasn't there. It was very light, and I was bombing. It was one, of the, one, of the, one of the slow nights. Very, it was like very the dog a, wasn't there. Very Asian musicians. I don't know. And I went on stage just bombing. So I decide to, and this is one of the most racist, horrible things. There's a giant like Hello Kitty mask on stage, and I put it on and started. <laughs> Talking in a Japanese <laughs> accent while dancing. <laughs> and oh uh, I got even more silent. It fell away. Yes, and I, yes. w- I slowly lifted the Asian cat head off me <laughs> to see everyone with their arms folded. And Lawrence just cackling. Because <laughs> like, he knew just how awful this was. And then I just remember outs- afterwards, oh. there was a musician camp. It was like a Chinese kid covering, I'm on the outside. I'm looking at true colors. <laughs> that is terrible. <laughs> and he's like singing it as I'm like walking out, <laughs> just feeling so guilty. And it's like poeti- poetically, uh, he's singing. Yeah, those that's words. why I totally get the Michael Richards thing. Some shit happens. Isn't it great when you're in that bubble where it's like the room is silent and the, you feel the hatred, mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. get, like you said, it gets even more quiet. <laughs> like you're waiting for it to break because it usually it breaks somehow <laughs> and it doesn't. <laughs> Breaks in. <laughs> Were you the, 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 those non pity laugh crowds? Those those yes. non, they're not, they're like you're not even giving me a pity laugh right now, Nothing. just for being up here. Oh, you're so not even bad. giving my my do my ante my you know whatever it is. <laughs> that's crazy. Man, that's rough. Yeah. What's uh, the uh, what's uh, the dumbest thing you've ever done in a relationship? You think? Oh gosh, in a relationship. You seem like you'd be a pretty good boyfriend, though. like stable. Yeah, 
I I am, I think, a good boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, like, like the it's like, no, Dan, had, I'm the shittiest well, we boyfriend. We had Adam Wade here right beforehand, and like he has the saddest voice I've ever heard. <laughs> He'll be like, I've only got past five months. Like, he literally said yeah, that. Said that. Sitting there. It's basically like a like, charming like, William H. Macy and Magnolia. That's what he's like, I'm a good guy. I make him pork chops. <laughs> <laughs> he actually said that. Yeah, yeah. I cooked the pork chops the other day. And I didn't oh. know. I don't think like there's nothing that really comes to mind. You haven't done, just like uh, stalking an ex-girlfriend after the breakup. Oh, I think is, everybody you know, kind of does that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, like there's there, there and I think that there's that point too. But you did like the actual ride by drive by stalking oh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Everybody's done that. Yeah. And I think for like, for me, like I've done that. Like, and then they get to that point where they're like, "Hey, fuck off!" And then you can tell in their voice, like, "Oh, this is going to be a legal problem if I keep going." <laughs> right. So right. I need to stop being crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I got a call from a relative. Like, uh, look, it's really. Oh, time oh, for you to oh, stop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to the point where they, they called your aunt and told her, yeah, like, could you get Ted away from yeah. me? I really... Yeah, 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 yeah it was like an intervention. Happens. And th- then it hits you like, oh, I- I've never even met this person. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I'm this guy. They're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, in, uh, like in The Sopranos, when Tony's the one girl he has an affair with, keeps fucking with him. And then he has like... The uh, Russian? The Russian? No, not the Russian, but the next one, Annabelle Sciori. Oh, so hot. yeah. yeah. You saw that episode yeah. where he has the friend drive with the car. Yeah. And he goes, are you talking Patsy, again? I'll Patsy. be scraping your tits off the shit or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Show like that. Yeah, that's like the scariest thing ever. Yeah. That's right. He uh, was right. You joyride. never get... I, know, I, I remember my lad, the last girl I dated. You never get the hints, like seriously. Like... Like that, they don't want to see you again. She, I was like, "How do you feel now we've broken up?" She goes, "I feel that a great weight has been lifted from me." <laughs> and I still was like, "No, she still wants to get back." <laughs> no one says great weight lifted. What, what that is, she, is a what is great she like, weight. Like, yeah, that's like the end of apartheid. She's talk. like, it's like a, it's like, <laughs> a, it's like a fat bearded weight has been lifted <laughs> off me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she starts it's singing, like, like oh, she's talking about, but she, oh, she loves me. Like, free, <laughs> <laughs> the free will. I have a bill. I just quoted my bit that's already been in a half hour's special i just realized don't worry about that's it dan. That's, that that's quite all right dan. how sad is that it's like when rick flair starts quoting himself in conversation i'm not comparing myself to rick no you're exactly like rick flair i'm, rick Lufer. I'm the rick flair <laughs> um. but dude thank you so much for doing this man oh, we really we got a, is there another uh story that we didn't get to like a dumb one that you want to talk about? Um, oh, you want a dumb one now? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> I've told this before, but do you guys know that I uh, got booed off uh, rapping at the Apollo? No, that sounds like the worst thing I've ever no. heard. That yeah. you were trying to be a rapper. My for brother a and I were rappers. I remember you talking teenagers. about that on stage no, about no being idea. a rapper. Yeah. 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 Were you guys good? We were pretty good. You were you pretty know, good. This yeah. was like mid, early to mid '80s, kind of like. So it was like very Run DMC shit. It was pre Beastie Boys, even. You know, wow. like they were just kind of coming onto the scene. I'd love to hear these tapes. Yeah. Well, there's a Brotherly Love fan page. <laughs> it's, called, <laughs> it's called Brotherly Love. Brotherly Love. That's amazing. <laughs> Sounds like the Philadelphia Guardian Angels or something. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we auditioned uh, for the Apollo. Yeah. Uh, and of course we got passed because they were like, oh, we're going to fucking destroy these guys. Yes, and we we didn't realize it. We just went home like, we just, we, they passed us on the first audition. Yeah. <laughs> they, loved, yeah. they loved us. They were just lambs to the slaughter. That's what yes, they, that's exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, uh, uh. yeah, we go and, uh, you know, we lasted about like 30 seconds and it was booing. What's that feel like in that? There's like, something beautiful about it. Like to it's, see. it's more fun than a comedy bum. For me, it was. My yeah. brother like was still. This is like, before pre-comedy, right? Yes, yeah, okay, I was yeah. 19. You're right, right? Okay, yeah. Uh, so my brother was still like he's a better rapper than I was anyway, and he and he was really hoping that this was going to be like what we did. But for me, I was kind of almost at the point of being yeah. over at that point. Yeah. So it was. I was just experiencing it as like almost like a, a little removed. Yeah. A room of like hundreds of black people booing, <laughs> like hating you, right. and it was almost like slow motion. Like, yeah. and I was looking at their faces, and yeah, I, I enjoyed it on some level. Yeah, and I think it maybe it prepared it's me. So ridiculous! Then how do you not enjoy it? Yeah, like you can't you can't win. Right. Yeah. And, and, and because I wasn't invested emotionally, like you know, this is what I want to do. Right. At, at that point, so you don't give a shit. You're like, all right, they just solidify what I thought. Later. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 That's so funny though. But you know, so you you can't top that with comedy. Like I'll, I'll never have uh, 500 people booing me <laughs> in, in a comedy show. <laughs> I, don't I don't know, think. man. That fucking poor Damian Lemon at MSG. You heard about that? Oh, what's that? Well, well it, I forget. He did some show, and it was like. You know, it was one of those things where like this motherfucker's not famous, 
Let's boo him. Like he got oh, out, just and it was brutal. a fucking dis- yeah. It was, was the hot ninety seven. It was a hot ninety seven one. Yeah. And, you know, Damien's super fucking funny. So super it's not funny like, at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, I think the theater. Is, probably the theater. I would. I make oh, quick yeah. comedy after that. Like. No, uh, that, that makes a great story, it though. It does, you know? I guess. So I'm, I'm just more of a pussy than you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was in the, my, my manager, you know, I was in the, I was, I, I didn't make it on last comic, like the first, like three and a half years in. Geraldo liked me, but uh, Natasha and Andy Kinler, I got to give shit to Andy for this because Andy's like, I just don't see this material. I opened for him like six months later and he complimented me on the same fucking joke. No! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I still have to give him shit. Andy's a great guy, but I want to like talk to him about that at some point. Oh, that's but uh, I, I, tell, I told her, you got to. You gotta make sure I'm not in the poop, pooper reel. I'm gonna fucking kill myself. I'd like, see that. I'm I would gonna do. fucking kill myself. You know, it was like I one would of those the same like, thing. That I would be sensitive about that. It was really bad, but I can't. Yeah, I can't handle. And something about when like I'm not trying to be racist, but when black people laugh at you, it just hurts so much more. I feel like because I was rubbing <laughs> when I they was like, when they boo you. Mean yeah, yeah, when they boo you. <laughs> no, this is another like, story. I was like in Starbucks, and these like so little fourteen year old black kids are like, pointing and laughing at me. And I was like, what the fuck's the... Pro-? And then I realized that, like, without me knowing, I was just softly rubbing the head of my dick. <laughs> like, it wasn't hard. It was just something I was doing because I got a tick. You said that on the yeah, podcast I have, before. Right. Yeah. But, I, you know, but it's really... It, hey, say it again. Say it, it five more times. I think it's hilarious. Really, it's really yeah. depressing. And There's it, all sorts of ticks. And it hurt more because it was black it was kids black laughing at you like, rubbing yo, your dick. Mother- <laughs> yeah, because it's like, yo, this motherfucker rubs his dick. You know what I mean? I don't know why. Yeah. Like, the way they say it is just so... It's more of a stark realization. It's It's like, oh, dear. <laughs> it's just a head. Let me ask you this: going back to the Apollo thing, like when you're done with it, you just go off. And is it like a comedy bomb where you might have people just look the other way or something like that, or is it like? Oh a, yeah, that's yeah. When, that's what happens. Yeah, you go down into the bowels of the Apollo Theater where like the green room is, and there's all these other acts waiting and stuff. And now we're just like the only white guys in the room <laughs> who just bombed. <laughs> and it's kind of like they're all just like, let's see how this crop, you know, deals yeah. deals with it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. god! Did and you just leave after that? Can you leave? Are you no, allowed you stay to leave? Is it stay at the end? Don't you? <laughs> I think we had to stay. I think yeah. there's a thing at the end where they bring them out. Isn't there a thing where you go at the end? Or no. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You, you're right. We did. Go, yeah, day? we yeah, did yeah. go out at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so that was a TV show then. Right? And it's funny because at the yeah, end, show, when yeah. they bring you out, then they're clapping. TV show for years. But it's not for you. It's just for the whole. You're like, yeah, they changed their mind. We want you back. It'd be great if you walked out and just started booing you again. Yeah, yeah, they boo. Fuck everyone else. Just to boo you. <laughs> that would be like, getting booed in. Uh, that, that's actually a fun boo, I guess. That'd be rough. Um, yeah. Well, thank you for doing our unpaid non-union <laughs> podcast. I just but realized that. But, it's not but a none weekend. of us are it's getting paid. It's not a weekend. That's right. None of us are making any money. Tom has a family. But hopefully, we'll be able to make money and be able to pay people. My but, pleasure. Uh, I promise. Do you have anything uh, you want to mention before we... This will probably be up in um, probably, what, beginning of February? Yeah, yeah for probably first week of February. Cool, yeah, no, because I have a new hour coming out that I taped at the Creek in the Cave. Oh, nice. Oh, awesome. Yeah, Where, when's that. it coming out? Uh, probably around February. Okay. Oh, you taped uh, yeah. at the Creek? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I decided to do like a small... I wasn't a smaller. Even, I wasn't even sure that I was going to use it for that. I just yeah. shot three nights of it. Uh, but then I liked it so much that I said, uh, I'm going to put this out. You know? Oh, that's and great. If you haven't yeah. listened to Ted, he's one of the best comedians yes. uh, uh, in down. the country. And I said this before. I hate. I was at a period where I hated watching stand-up, and I actually I was like, oh, Ted's on. I'm going to watch him. They just hated And that everything. brought you back? Yeah, I mean, you or Jared would go up and be like, oh, fucking kill myself. <laughs> Mike Lawrence, I'm like, I've seen this shit so many times. <laughs> and even me, I do my joke and halfway through, I'm like, oh, this fucking shit is so hack. Like, you know, you're one of three comics I actually wanted to watch. Yeah, that's great. That you makes know? sense to me. So it was, uh, yeah, it was great. So, so that, so that comes out February. when? That comes out in February. Where can uh, I get that? Uh, well, as of now, I know it's going to be on my site, Ted Alexander. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But we're also shopping it to hopefully have it on Netflix or okay. you know. Oh, perfect! Else. That's great. And then the other awesome. thing is uh, Teachers Lounge, a web series that I shot about a year ago. That's finally coming out. Uh, I play the music teacher. My buddy plays the janitor. We're always just hanging out in the teachers' lounge. Yeah. And then we got different co- comics to play faculty. So oh, that's awesome. Oh, nice. Like, uh, that? Lewis is Black is Lewis Black's the principal. Oh, oh that's great. great. Judy Gold is the uh, gym teacher. Oh, that's uh, funny. Janine Garofalo makes the uh, public address announcements. She is the greatest, isn't she? She's she great. is so fucking nice. She's man. great. It yeah, is, I couldn't it believe it. Like, when all these people is. said yes to it. Yeah. And then you, and that's coming out when? That's going to come out also around probably late February, I think. Uh, okay, and that's, yeah. is that on your site as well? That's going to be on my site, and hopefully uh, we're trying to partner with another site to kind of release them. Oh, that's and, great. And maybe do a Kickstarter to shoot eight more of them. So that's where we're at right now. Oh, that'd be so cool. Yeah. All right, great. Yeah, and also as far as uh, My Dumb Friends goes, 
please email us at dumbfriendscast at gmail.com uh, if you want have any questions or you want to comment or anything like that. And also, check out our Facebook page, My Dumb Friends. You just search for it on Facebook. And also, we're on Twitter, at dumbfriendscast on Twitter. So please check that out as well. Dan, what else would you like to talk about? And I have this is my mom, what she means to me. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have a date? You want to? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, this is probably what I mean. I'll be in Arlington on February 8th, and then I'll be at uh, Winnipeg the weekend after that. Cool. Hopefully, if we get this passport thing worked out, which it will be. We'll be. I'll see you in Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Thanks, Ted. Thank you so much yeah, again, man. It was well, really a lot you, of fun. Thank we you really guys. appreciate it. So Tommy, Tommy boy, thank you, buddy. Really appreciate it. No problem. <laughs> it's been fun. <laughs> see you guys later. Have a see good you later. one. Have a good one. Please subscribe to the My Dumb Friends podcast on iTunes. Leave us a review and rate the podcast. It really helps us out. Also, follow us on Facebook. Just search for My Dumb Friends and you'll find our fan page. It'd also be great if you could follow us on Twitter at Dumb Friends Cast. And if you want to send us a message, please send an email to My Dumb Friends Podcast at Gmail. The My Dumb Friends podcast is part of the All Things Comedy Network. For other cool comedy podcasts, go to allthingscomedy.com.